Man, first and foremost, man, what an incredible night last night was for the NBA. Dirk Nowinski, Dwayne Wade last dance, Dirk Nowinski last dance, Magic Johnson's famous step down, not a step back, but a step down. <laughs> <laughs> Out of nowhere. He ain't, they ain't calling her Magic for nothing, but he said, no. Ta-da! I'm stepping out of here. Right. Didn't give a two-week notice or nothing. Didn't talk to the boss. Just was like, yeah, I quit. <laughs> he was like, hey, he's like, Jeannie, uh, I love you like a, a little sister. You know, you've been with me since I was 19 years old. Guy, all this Michigan State University. But you quit on your best friend, though. You can at least get with a hands up. That's worse than LeBron James. I returned his calls back to Cleveland back in was that 2009, 2010 season when he left right. to, went down to, to Miami to join forces with, with now the retired D-Wade and Chris Bosh. What's going on, people? This is live after hours from the Man Cave with your host, Terry Wiggs. There you go, host Mark Kane. There you go, host Mark Kane. Go. All right. How do you feel about that situation with Magic Johnson taking that famous step down? Not a step back, but his famous step down. Man, it was like one of the weirdest things I've seen. It, I mean, it seemed real genuine. Like, you can tell uh, Magic was, you know, choked up about the situation. But, right. you know, I don't know if he was choked up because how he was quitting or right. he, like, was genuinely uh, upset that he was, you know, potentially going to upset Genie bus by how you you know how he went about the whole thing just he just came in the office one day and was like yeah I want to I want to be the the, the head guy no more right you know I don't want to be off topic though but you know I ain't gonna lie though Genie bus though she kind of bad to me man she bad like, <laughs> Phil, like Phil Jackson the Zen master what was you doing when you messed up uh, with that one Genie <laughs> bus is kind of bad bro I ain't gonna even lie but uh back, she's rich that, too. Yeah, she rich. Big legs show money. Well, you know. But uh, I don't want to stay all too much on topic, but going back to Magic Johnson, you know, I think what Magic Johnson had a hard time with is, I think, you know, you know he's, a, he's a billionaire, let's be honest, but a GM of operation, he's not one of the best guys. You know, a lot of guys get it mixed up that, that you can play basketball for a team and win NBA championships franchise don't give you the knowledge to think you're going to run away and be a good GM or a basketball operation. And that ain't going to happen. Ain't. You see Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan is the prime example. One, a GOAT, greatest of all time. That don't make him a great a great runner or, or to get players in because you won championships. At the end of the day, people got to realize that these players that we call GOATs, Greatest players of all time has won championships, or multiple championships with players on their team. They don't go out there and win championships by themselves. So you got to put a good right. nucleus around these young core guys to win. Everybody knew coming in, I mean, being a huge LeBron James fan, you knew that LeBron James, when he won championships, he had shooters. Right. This Lakers team has not had, they don't have a, they don't have a, they don't even have a sniper. Right, they don't got a jump shooter. They're talking right. about sniper. <laughs> and the crazy, the sad part about it, that LeBron James was their best three-point shooter.
three-point shooter. You would never think that LeBron has been a team he is the best three-point shooter. Like, LeBron is your best three-point shooter, and KCP, Contavious Caldwell, Pope, a lot of people don't know who that is, KCP, um, he didn't really find his three-point stride until, like, the last, like, 12 or 13 games left in the season because he hooked up with lethal shooter. You just know he's one of the, the big name out there for training guys and getting the jump shots and stuff back together, you know, a dribbling machine and stuff like that. He helped this guy find find a rhythm, a, a go-to, the way he, you know, release the ball. At the highest right. point, because he was shooting the ball kind of flat in his earlier careers, you know, out there playing in Detroit. Everybody forgot that he was drafted by the Pistons and stuff like that. But he wasn't the same guy. He always thought he could shoot the ball. The knock on him, that he, he wasn't a great shooter. That's going to still be a knock on him. Can he come right. back? Like, can he come back and sustain the type of shooting he's been putting up so far? Because so far, with the shooting coach and lethal shooter, I thought he's been doing a hell of a job. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's improved for sure. I mean, because his jump shot was, I mean, I think he was shooting better in Detroit. I like, I ain't got the numbers in front of me, but with the Lakers, his jump shot seemed just mighty broke. Uh, but then since, you know, late in the season, he, you know, got with the shooting coach, he's been doing better. You know, he's he been knocking down things you're supposed to knock down, like them corner threes, uh, them open threes in transition. Um but can he do it consistently, like you said? Can he come back and do it next year and be better? Otherwise, he, he ain't gonna, it's not going to be much playing time out there for him if he can't, can't do that because that's what they expect him from. So, looking back on the Los Angeles Lakers situation, Maddie Johnson thought they were in the gold mine when they picked up LeBron, which they did. I always, I always question... Why would the Lakers hire Rob Palenka, a GM? Not a GM, to the G, like, to GM type part of operations, too, as well with Magic Johnson. Right. Last time I checked, he's, he's an agent. agent. He's right. an agent. Who do you know? <laughs> you don't he know knew Kobe Bryant. He, he know Kobe Bryant. That's who he knows. That's how he got in. Right. That's his plug. That's Kobe's agent. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Cole, I can run this. I can do it. No, you don't. First of all, Rob Polinka has no relationship with no other players. Right, and then from what from what I hear, he was a, a, a agent that not many people in the league like. Like he was <laughs> like he a dickhead almost. Yeah, yeah, he right. Was the <laughs> in the league. But. Everybody keep blaming it on LeBron. Yes, you can put this blame goes to everybody from Luke Walton, 
but not grabbing the team by the balls. Go Magic Johnson. Turns to Tragic Johnson. <laughs> tragic T. They used to call him that back in the day. <laughs> right. And you got this. Rob Palenka. Never, never heard of him to the last couple of years. There's so much to go on. This bit. And the crazy thing about it, though, that will do. It's some of his fault, too, because the Lakers threw him the whole closet of brand-new clothes. He said, no, I'm cool. I'm not making that trade. And it cost him him. It cost him, it cost him him his job. And maybe he'd never be another GM ever again just because of that. Because his ego was bigger than the team. If he just traded Anthony Davis away, then it went on. He probably had success. I actually think he did the right thing, though, because uh, the the Boston Celtics, if they're going to give Jason Tatum, I mean, that's a better, like, anything the Lakers got right now is, like, it's not going to be as good as Jason Tatum in a deal. Yeah, these, yeah Jason Tatum already made that. Jason Tatum already dunked on LeBron already, so. <laughs> and, and with Jason Tatum, he's, he, he's a proven talent. He's a proven talent. Right. He's done it on the biggest stage already. You know, speaking of, you know, of that trade, Lonzo Ball, LeVar Ball said the best, Lonzo Dad. He said, are you, you know, you know, the one thing I'm like about LeVar Ball, he's real, he's uncut. I like his, I like his authenticity. So I'm looking at him, whereas we always say, never lost. He said, I'm going to tell you something right now. Y'all trade my son Lonzo away from the Los Angeles Lakers? Lakers ain't never win nothing. Because <laughs> LeBron, deep down inside, LeBron know he needs though. Come on now. You know, I don't tell, I don't say, I don't think I'm going to say, 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 say nothing crazy. He ain't been saying it. The one thing I respect about LeVar Ball, he told you from day one. He told you Magic Johnson wasn't going to be a good GM or a basketball operations. He, he's just a face. Let's sit up there. And I mean, when you go back you. and look at it, he's right. He was. I mean, there's no way Magic could own a baseball team, own businesses, <laughs> and still be a, a basketball GM. Like, basketball GMs, like, be in the thick of things. Like, they be going overseas looking at players. They be watching uh, NCAA games. I have, I surely doubt Magic Johnson did any of that. I see Magic Johnson at the ACC tournament when I was working at. <laughs> and he was at Michigan State games when he was in the tournament. So you know he's gonna be he's gonna be a Sparty all day long, right? But you can you look at the overall talent. He wasn't doing that. Like you know, like you said, general manager, you manage everybody. You manage <laughs> everybody from the top to the bottom to the coach. I think he wanted to step down too because I don't, he didn't have the balls to fire one of his good friends. And Lou Walton. Well, that's kind of hard to fire your best friend. Hey, man, this is life, man. Sometimes you got to fire your best friend. Like, look, that's how it go. I got to let you go. You still go out tonight and get a martini at 6 o'clock, 8 o'clock after practice. That's so big. Right. You know, he, I think he, he, he did, you know, what I texted you last night. He want to uh, quit the, the Lakers job so he can uh, tamper. <laughs> <laughs> and grab you until just tamper all day. <laughs> right, because he keep referring to Ben Simmons. Uh-huh. I, he trying to get Ben over there. Like, damn, you 
said before. Ben Simmons, MKG, Michael Carter Williams, they all in the same class. They can't shoot. Like, being here in Charlotte, they always say MKG is one of our best defenders on the perimeter. I laugh at that every time because every time I look up, MKG is getting scorched for 30. <laughs> you can't be a perimeter defender getting scorched for 30 points. Yeah, okay. those kind of don't go together. <laughs> Michael Carter-Williams and Ben Simmons' game is almost similar. They both can't shoot. They both shoot terrible from the free throw line. They, ben shoots 59%. Ooh. Michael Carter-Williams shoots 58. Like, come on, man. You talk about both. Michael Carter-Williams a legit 6'8". Ben Simmons six ten. You tell me these dudes can't shoot a jumper? Like you said before, Mark. He, ben Simmons is only a jump shot away from being a, a, an elite talent because he can get to the basket at ease. Right, he do that all day. But if he can develop that 15-footer, man, come on, man. Come on, man. He'll be, Mike, in. He'll be unstoppable. <laughs> Straight to the rack. Now, with, uh, how you feel about Anthony Davis showing up to the last game at the Pelicans with a that's all folks. <laughs> what? He did. He did. Oh he is out of control for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that is not that ain't disrespectful. I mean he already then told him mid season he wanted to trade. Now he ain't really playing, sitting out fourth quarters. Showing up to the last game of the season with memes on his shirt. Oh, oh man, they got to they, they get rid of him. <laughs> got to get rid of him. <laughs> they better take the best offer ASAP. Because those are signs of bad things to come. <laughs> right. Looney Tunes, you know, that's how our NBA season been. Cartoonish, up and down. You know, he was bug. I don't know if he's Bugs Bunny. I'm going to say he's more like Elmer Fudd. Ready to shoot the place up and get up out of there. Will Dempse. It, it, it was a bit, it's a, it was a big, it was a big crap show. Once LeBron James came out and said, y'all love to play with Anthony Davis. Ironically, he has to be traded a week later. And, and, and that was another team who was doing good before the All-Star break. Because they were trying to think of things being the playoff contender team. But the whole knock on Anthony Davis, can he stay healthy? He's injury prone. Yeah, I mean, he get injured every year, it seems like, for at least 10 games. Right. So if he can stay healthy, man, he's one of the best. He, he's an elite talent, for sure. He used, to be, he used to be a point guard. Yeah, so you know his skill set like? is on OD. Right. I'm going to throw a nugget out there. You know, Anthony Davis, before he came and went to Kentucky, before he grew, John Calipari gave him a, a college scholarship, but it was Gary Waters first from Cleveland State University who authored, who offered Anthony Davis a college scholarship to play for Cleveland State. This is when he was back with a, he was a 6'1 point guard. Point guard. So a lot of people didn't know that Anthony Davis 
only had two scholarships out there for college basketball at the time between Cleveland State was the first one, then came Kentucky. Once he grew the inches, Jim, Gary Waters knew, like, you know what? Can't we'll lose this one. But guess what, though? <laughs> We're going to look for another point guard. His name was Norris Cole on the side of Dayton, Ohio. So, still worked out for the best. Right, right, right. Um, just looking back at the Dwayne Wade and Dirk Nowinski, man. People always want to say who had the better career. Now, this, 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 this is a tough one. Yeah, this one a little different than him and Paul. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, before I talk about the Dirk Nowinski and um, Dwayne Wade comparison, did you hear the fans last night? Paul Pierce, they were cheering Paul Pierce as a clown. I said he was a clown. <laughs> yeah. Paul, yeah, you were a clown. Was, oh, yeah, Paul, you yeah. a clown. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for sure. In Miami, they better ride for or die for Wade County. Rick Ross. Go say, we're going to shout out to my boy, Wade, Wade County forever. Bobby <laughs> like model boys. You know how he was. He was hyped last night. You know John Legend, him and his wife have been saying right there, Oh yeah, they came. I think the the way way like ran into the stands. He he fell on them or something like that. Yeah. I said that go that go that fall seven stand up eight. <laughs> but you know Dwayne Wade, you know, one of the classiest guys in the league, who I respected from day one. Back when he came to lead for Marquette with this key ball, um, playing on converses, giving people buckets. Yeah. You know he could have like. They always talk about who could have been rookie of the year, but if you look at it, Dwayne Wade had rookie of the year type numbers, and people never mention him in that class with Carmelo Anthony and LeBron James. LeBron missed the playoffs. D Wade was in the playoffs, and so was Carmelo Anthony. Right. It, I mean, it, it's that class is similar to uh, this class, where everybody is uh, on Luka Doncic uh, and Aiden. And Trey Young, but you know, like here in Cleveland, I think Colin Sexton had uh, the better second half than all those guys. Yeah, because he was shooting forty percent from downtown. He's shooting almost forty from the field, but he had a career high last night. He had ten assists, which is which is all like, yo, he actually had he actually passed the ball. If you look right. at that, he he didn't give you thirty. He like this only had one assist, two assists. Right, that's that's his, that's his only knock. His, his court. I think he has core vision. He just didn't trust these guys this year. <laughs> and so, that's a shame. A rookie didn't trust some of the veterans on the team. I think the not going to be on him, is he a point guard or is he a scoring guard? That's what's going to be happening. Because if he's a, if he's a so, scoring guard, I mean, you can go draft. I got John Morant. If he's there, go take him at the point guard because that guy can distribute the ball and get to the cup. Any a yam or Right. Uh, there's nuggets out there for him. You know, I got you know, I got all these nuggets out here, but they ain't golden though. <laughs> the nugget I'm throw out there, you know, he's just learned how to dunk his his senior year of high school. Oh, John Moran? John Moran was a rim grazer, yes. He just he just learned how to dunk. His senior uh... year of high school. Now he got all the bunnies. I'm trying to figure out what these young boys take because I need some of that. Like, I've been grabbing the eighth grade, only had one put back. <laughs> a couple, I owe a couple people some, getting dunked in their head. But um, realistically, 
looking at this whole ordeal, like I said, the Dwayne Wade last dance, Turn the Whiskey last dance, when we said who had the better career, this is kind of hard because Turn the Whiskey, man, it's the reason why most of these GMs go receive and look for a European guy that can a stretch bid. He could play at least two positions on the power forward. Center and small for three positions where and they can step out and hit threes. And he's you know what I'm saying, he's he's a lifetime shooter with like eighty percent from the free throw line. Eighty eight, I think it's like eighty nine percent from free throw line, almost ninety percent. He shoots like at least thirty eight percent from downtown. That's Hall of Fame number And last but not least, he did beat LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Chris Boss in the NBA championship in their first year. Remember? LeBron got the same Not one, not two, <laughs> not three, not four. And wait, wait, start laughing like, dude, you gotta be serious, man. You put too much heat on our back. We already got heat on the front of our jersey. <laughs> right. You putting the heat well, on, on our back. He's on the back, too. Right. They went to fall, they went to fall straight only one, two. So, well, LeBron was referring not seven, not eight. Was he referring to his, to his championship run by himself? That's all far where it's at right now. Right. But, cool. um, sure. yeah, I, think, I think Dirk is uh, slightly lower than D-Wade for the career stats. For the career? Well, not the stats, but just, just a career in entirety. Because, you know, you, you're saying that, you know, that one, not two, not three, not four. They did something in that series, that, that finals. That really pissed Dirk off, and I saw another side of Dirk. Like he's a he's a competitor, right? You know, oh, like yeah, he, oh yeah, Dirk called fire. Yeah, he he didn't take it uh, too lightly that uh, LeBron and D Wade was showing him up on the bench. So after that, he kind of took over the series. So I gotta give him some some respect, dude, for that. And unlike other the you know the other team was on the East at least that the, uh, that he played. To get to the finals, they wasn't he wasn't intimidated. He kind of right. looked at them like I'm just as good as y'all, if not better. Right. He on that team, you know, he had the Patriots, uh, Deshaun Stevenson, Jason Kidd. You know, he he had some players. He had some players. You know, he had he had the, uh, the basement guy, Eric Dampier, <laughs> <laughs> given. <laughs> it was just so funny to look at that Miami Heat team because they wasn't ready to win yet. D-Wade was, but those two guys wasn't ready to win a championship that yet because they couldn't figure out how to close the team out. That would be the knock probably on LeBron James right there, winning that championship because they couldn't they not know how to close out fourth quarters. <sighs> yeah, he kind of, he melted. I hate to say it, Brian melted in that series. Yeah, he did, but... Uh, yeah, for sure. Now, who had a better career now? I'm about to start this up. Dirk or Paul Pierce? Because they both got one championship ring. I, I get, I, I'm giving it to Dirk. I'm giving it to Dirk, too, because, you know, <clears throat> Dirk is, like, top seven scorer player in overall NBA history. He's, like, the – I think right now, in my opinion, he's the best European player. Of all time. Of all time, yeah. <laughs> of all time. 
Now, when people got to do their research, if they not hit the uh, Petrovich, who playing for the um, New Jersey Nets, who got to that car accident over his hometown in the early 90s, he 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 was the guy, I think, who dropped like forty or forty on Jordan. They told him he was going for forty on Jordan. Do do your research on him. You talking about Petro? Sure. Release type. This guy was a this guy this guy could play more, man, and he wasn't scared. Um, that's a nugget out there for you guys. Do your research on Petrovich, New Jersey uh, Nets shoot, shooting guard, man. Beautiful jumper. Um, before we go into another topic, I want to definitely say this about how the NBA season is unfolding. You got the Charlotte Hornets and Detroit Pistons, the race to the AC and the NBA playoffs. The Charlotte Hornets haven't made the playoffs, I want to say, since 2014. That's back when LeBron James was playing for the Miami Heat, I believe. I want to say 2012. 2012, when he was playing for the Miami Heat. And LeBron James had a famous dunk. He dunked the ball. He looked at Michael Jordan the whole way while he was in the air. And he dunked the ball. The Hornets got swept. Um, I'm trying to figure out who's going to win. If Detroit loses tonight to the Knicks, if they lose tonight to the Knicks, Detroit season would be over. Charlotte Hornets on the tiebreaker on the Detroit Pistons. If the if the Hornets win tonight and beat Orlando, they can get in, but they need some help with the New York Knickerbockers. If the Knicks win that one at the Garden, some do, do you see? Do you if say the, say the Knicks do beat the Pistons, can, can you can you say Dwayne Casey can get fired? Is his job would be in jeopardy? They lose. Mm, I mean, that's up. Like I said, if they lose, everybody's job should be in question. Like I said, you can't. Blake Griffin cannot be uh, put in that category of a great player. Dwayne Casey may, many think his coaching. <laughs> I mean, there's no no reason that the Knicks should beat them. Right, like the. Detroit has everything to lose, and the Knicks have nothing to lose and nothing to gain. Like, it's just a pointless game for them. So, yeah, I think Casey better coach them boys up, or he's going to be out of a job for two seasons in a row. So, this Orlando Magic in Charlotte Hornets game is a very interesting game. The, the coaching staff and that GM staff of the basketball operations, that whole – team got fired from the Charlotte Hornets which they are a part of the Orlando Magic. So this is going to be a little bit more personal game than rather who's trying to make the playoffs. Because the the whole coaching staff is on the Orlando Magic from the Charlotte Hornets. So you you know deep down inside Steve Clifford wanted, wanted, he wanted to win this game to prove the ownership of the Charlotte Hornets more on like, yo, I can coach teams to NBA playoffs, you got to put the right pieces around. And Mike Jordan hasn't done any of that. Hell of a, don't get me wrong, hell of a ball player, but not a great GM or owner. Well, he's not a GM. Mip Kupchak is the GM. But Mike Jordan is not putting the, making the right moves. Um, just piggybacking on what I'm seeing, how things are unfolding, 
I'm, I'm, I think I think the Knicks may squeak out of win versus Detroit. Detroit was at first getting manhandled by the Memphis Grizzlies last night by 20-something points. Yeah, they rallied to come back and win, though, Marcus. So anything is possible. For sure. It's just like OKC and uh, Houston last night. You know, they OKC was was down. You know, it looked like it was over and uh, going into the fourth quarter. You know, and they rallied back and they won. And uh, Houston, they had a chance to lock up the number two seed, uh-huh. and and Paul George shot it all away. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And that team, like I said. They keep saying Russell Westbrook overrated, man. So far, he's having an MVP-type season, man. And, like I said, you got to respect the three years in a row, averaging a triple-double, man. That's unheard of. That's unheard of. Because not everybody can do it. They can do triple-doubles. They not get them on a nightly basis. And they say he passed that. You can't pass a stat if you grab, if you're scoring a point. You can't pass a stat if you're passing the ball for the assist to the other teammate. Maybe on a rebound or two, but... He, he plays hard. You want your player to play as hard. You want your player to play hard on a night and night basis. That's why I love Russell Westbrook. He doesn't care what nobody say. That's why I like his slogan. Why not? Why not me? Right. He doesn't care what right. the players say. He plays. And and, and you hear you hear that the the commentators he's saying Paul George can really lift his shoulders up. I couldn't tell in that game when three last night. <laughs> he's playing very. Very MVP inspired type basketball. Oh yeah, I mean he was taking like they're saying um, it was only hurt during contact, but he was taking a lot of contact on that shoulder and, and looked fine to me. <laughs> like James Harden, is he really out there playing basketball, or is he just out there just seeking he draw contact on the next opposing <laughs> player? All right, can he get a foul? I never seen a guy that shoot threes and fall every time he shoot. Every time. It's every crazy. time he do that. He he be looking for the foul. The next time he do that, the referee should just know what James is enough. Man. I'm gonna tee you up. They should go. They should get a technical foul if you flop. This is all the floppers in the league. Because Marcus Smart, he's the he's the ringleader of a flopper. Um, the Lakers lost on the on the on the, um, on the game with a shot. Against the Portland Trailblazers, Mo Harkless. That was so heartless, Marcus. That was so heartless. LeBron James had a look on his Don, face like really? Don got known for hitting runners. <laughs> right, and LeBron had on two chains, looking like not the rapper two chains. He had on two actual his chains <laughs> that he wore on his neck, looking like he couldn't believe it. Like what? We just lose on the on the three pointer. Mo Harkless, wide open. Before I get under, before I go walk in the tunnel, Matt Johnson, he took a step back. Uh, he <laughs> step back <out. laughs> like, the Lakers just lost everywhere that night. <laughs> they just all the way. Everything was an L. The last, the uniform, <laughs> the, the operation manager, the game, all everything was an L. <laughs> Man, it sucks to be in the Lakers, and they. People ask you, do you want to see LeBron come back to Cleveland? I said, not really, because LeBron James treats the Cavaliers like a girlfriend. You know he can come back anytime he wants to because the door is always open for him. 
I mean, maybe he come back and, you know, he can retire somewhere else for the call of the season, but we give him a jer- his ceremony night. But I can't keep letting a guy come back who can't commit to our organization, to the Cavaliers organization, for three or four years, but he gave everybody else the four-year deal with no opt-out clause. With no opt-out clause. I just want the four-year deal. What, these one-and-ones is not fair. Because he knew what he was going to do, because any minute LeBron knew he can leave. Yep. So, so, LeBron did what he did. I'm just eager to say, before we go, Derrick Rose, for some reason, I want to go back to Chicago. He's leaving it out there, the, a possible return back to Chicago. I would love to see that happen because the even field would, would pan out a little bit more. LeBron is no more in the East. Can you imagine if Derrick Rose come back to the Bulls and lead the Bulls to, a, to the playoffs? Now, that would be an MVP vote. To come back from the injuries that he he he, uh, he occurred during his playing time with the Chicago Bulls, to come back to defeat that would be so much, would be awesome. Right, and it's, the team is uh obviously yeah not better, but you know because their cause their record tells you that. But they'll get a high draft pick, right. and I think that uh, the players that that are there kind of fit. You know that D Rose uh, high. High tempo, you know, style of play. So you have Zach Levine, um, you have marketing. You know, they'll be offensively set. You know, they just have to get some, uh, a more defensive mindset. You know, because Tibbs ain't there no more. So the defense is something they'll have to answer for because D Rose never really played defense. <laughs> Can you see like Jimmy Butler going back to Chicago, like with? With um, Derrick Rose, now that'd be that'd be tight. That'd be tight. I don't think Jimmy gonna do that. <laughs> Jimmy has burned bridges in, in more places than one, so I think that bridge to Chicago is burned, along with Minnesota. Those are two franchises he probably can't he can't go back to unless they come, you know, get some new management. <laughs> All right, we're gonna throw a nugget out there before I um, get off this. The nugget is. The San Diego, the Houston Rockets should be called the San Diego Rockets. The L.A. Clippers should be called the San Diego Clippers. That's so crazy. They had two NBA franchises in San Diego, and they all branched off. Even though San Diego is not that far from L.A. by about an hour away. But the Houston Rockets moved from San Diego to Houston. That's a nugget out there for everybody out there. You know, I got a couple of nuggets. And one nugget, you know, that's a gem. My guy, Jamal Crawford, scored 50 points last night. Not 50. 50. Five years <laughs> at 39 years old. Still going hard. Still giving still giving the people what they came to see. A show. And, the, and the, this nugget here is the Cavaliers drafted this skinny kid, a 6'5 point guard, 6'4 point guard from Michigan University. I think he was the eighth pick in that draft. And we traded yeah. him away for the rights for Chris Mills. For the Longhorn. For the Longhorn. Chris Longhorn. I'm looking like Chris Mims. Like who? I never heard this guy. Like Chris Mims. I had a, a good college career, but coming to the league, some people people was getting Chris Mims confused with Mr. Thunder down there at OKC. Nick Collins. <laughs> I'm like, dude, Nick Collins <laughs> a little bit better, and he played defense and stuff like that. But Chris Mims. 
Chris Mill was horrible. Trash. Hefty trash with the two. <laughs> you can't even just love him. He was a forcible, he was a forcible trash bag. <laughs> he sure was. He wasn't no good. No, no. good. No. I mean, I think they were getting him for because they thought Z wasn't going to come back. But right. I remember watching those cast teams. Like, why did we draft this guy? <laughs> Questionable draft picks. You know, tell you that. Anthony Bennett, if y'all not heavy, you know, growing up in Cleveland, you know that rapper called Fat Al. That's what you remind me of. Anthony Bennett is just like Fat Al. <laughs> so, so if y'all Google Fat Al, the rapper, he's back on Mad and stuff in Cleveland, you're going to laugh like, yo, this dude is just like Anthony Bennett. That's what he looks like, Anthony Bennett. <laughs> it's the Fat Al. Right. <laughs> Anthony Bennett, I just came down, he came off the lead. So, the G League, I keep calling it the G League, the G League, the Gatorade League. But, um, <laughs> the Gatorade League. That's it for today. That's what I got for you guys. I'm Tay Wicks. This is Mark Senior. We out. And we out. Peace. Thank you for listening to After Hours Live from the Man Cave Podcast. If you would like to hear more from me and my man Tay Wiggs, please go to your favorite podcast listener and subscribe to us. We are just about everywhere nowadays. We're on Stitcher, we're on Spotify, we're on Apple iTunes and Google Podcasts. So if you like what you hear, subscribe to us to hear more. Oh, and before I go, please also hit up our Anchor profile page. That's anchor.fm forward slash after hours live from the man cave. And click that little purple button that says support this podcast and help us out. Peace.